All right, guys.、Uh, welcome back to another episode of a hundred books a year with Kevin. Today, I want to kind of just do a one episode session on a book that that I finished called、uh, "Unleashing Your Dog," "Unleashing the Freedom of Your Dog," <laughs> something like that. It's by a dog behaviorist、uh, named Mark Beckoff. I first heard him on a dog training podcast, and、um, I think his argument is really important for dog owners.、Um, and、uh, I just I bought a couple of his books. I read one. It's called Unleashing Your Dog, and then the other one is called The Emotional Lives of Animals. So,、um, I did not know. Well, I guess I knew a little bit when I was getting a dog. You know, when I was diving into training, is that there is a difference between a dog behaviorist and a dog trainer. And I, when I got hang, right, it's been like what five months. Five months now,、um, I really wanted to do a good job as a trainer.、Um, that that just me, right? And then,、um, and reading this book and then、uh, you know、uh, learning Mark Beckoff's work, and I realized that he he started off the book is really interesting. He said all dogs are captive animals. And then I was like, "Hmm, that's actually interesting."、Uh, I think the reason why the、um, what's the term、um, the the dog adoption agency you know like think about you know a stray dog and they rescue them and then、um, you know the feral dogs. I was under the impression that those are bad things, right?、Um, those are things that that are. Not good for the dogs, and then I realized that was just my egoistic being a primate, being a human. Right, like I'm, I'm just too prideful in myself that I thought I knew what dogs wanted, and now it makes sense to me why there are so many you know、um, dogs that are in a adoption agency. Right, like when you when you adopt a dog, you kind of expect problems. Right, like Hank was great. Hank doesn't really have that much issues at all. Once we fix his、uh, fix his.、Uh, You know,、uh, GI problems, and, and he's great. You know,、um, so I think what this book taught me the most is dogs are captive, right? If you think about it, it's just like a zoo, but they just live with us instead of living at the zoo, right? Living behind bars. In a sense, that our 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 home, our confinement, our apartment is is a big jail or is a big.、Um, Barrier, right? So, if you think about it, we control where he eats, we control where he pees, we control when he eats, we control what dogs that he has access to, we control how much、uh, exercise that、uh, the dogs have. We sometimes don't want the the dogs to bark. We sometimes want dogs to behave. We want we want them to do tricks. Like the more I think about it, the more my dog Hank or or. Everybody else's dogs are, are captive. Like they are, they are, they are not free, right? So, that's what the argument that Mark was making is that we need to make sure that we learn at least a little bit of dog behavior to really, what's the term? Let our dogs go, <laughs> in a sense that let them be dogs, right? Um, I have a personal example that I want to share first. Is that、uh, when I first got Hank, right? Um, 
there was this um, dog dog trainer, uh, and then uh, they were, were working on polling, right? I remember I spent hours and hours working with them on polling, and it was very difficult. And then we were making progress after I think a month or two, a month and a half. And one of the habits that I adopted is to, for the hang, for my dog to not mark when we're on the walk. So we will walk back and forth, you know, for like a few minutes in front of our house on the lawn before we go on a walk. And um, in the sense that the message is, hey, do your business here. And then when we're, going, uh, when we're going on the walk, I'm not gonna stop for you, right? So you're not gonna mark. And in the book, right, Mark Beckhoff says that that is like sensory deprivation for children. That is like, if you have a little kid, you, you put them in a rubber room, you 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 turn the lights off, and then they can they they like they cannot see and they cannot escape. That's kind of what I put my dogs into without knowing, right? So if you want to know that you know ninety percent of the walk on a dog uh, in a dog's mind is a sniffing around. It's really investigate who was here, who wasn't here. Uh, should I pee here? Should I pee there? Right. Should I let people know that I'm here, right? So I was trying that. I, I think I finished a book like a week ago, maybe two weeks ago. I was I was trying that, um, and then it works. Um, I I become a frequent frequent stoppers on the walks, and then Hank become less re- restrictive in ter- in terms of like fighting against me, like pulling there, pulling there. Um, Hank becomes less reactive to the rabbits that we have or to the or to the uh scores that we have uh beforehand like whenever he see a rabbit he would he would, uh, he would just go into a hunter mode and he would just chase after them and now he just look at them he know he he see them and he doesn't react at all right so i really believe that that's what's happening right there with the sensory deprivation that's what happened because if i take this the uh, the uh, you know the uh, the borderline. If I take marking away, if I take a you know a sn- just have the dog let the dog sniff away, then it became a sensory deprived dog. So whenever they see something that moves, I see something that carries excitement, then of course they're gonna chase after it. I would too, right? So that was a game changer for me. And after I made that transition, right? Like, you know, um, I. I started to take take hand to take hand to a dog park for the last probably one month now. There was one next to my home about a, you know two minutes away. It's a tiny dog park. The people there are nice because uh, I want I want to see how Hank will behave in a social setting, right? And he was great. Like he's not gonna be aggressive. He's he's an athlete. Like he will chase after balls, and then every single time you know anybody uh, you know uh, toss the ball, like Hank will all run all the dogs and then get the ball, and he will always. Be looking for a ball when they, whenever he's in a dog park, so it's a good thing to watch, and I realized that in the middle of the dog park there's a muddy part. You know, like how how you know like you have lawns and you have like you know little hills and you have a little ditch. Yeah, so there's a muddy part there. Okay, every single time that I go there, Hank loves uh, water. It's a Labrador, right? So he would just sit in the mud for <laughs> to like relax when he's got tired, right? 
And then I'm okay with it because I know he's going to get dirty, right? I, I have a car, a car covers in my car. I have different methods to dry him off and brush him. I'm okay with it. Like I know it's going to happen. And then whenever you go see other dog owners in there, they are like, no, no, no. They just yell out no's. And then the dogs, if you think about it, right? Like if you are, you know, finally unleashed from your home and then uh, you can finally run with other dogs and hang out and sniff and there's a water pond that you, uh, and then you haven't seen a water pond for a while, you want to jump in there, you want to get dirty. And then in the back of your mind, there's always this voice telling you no. How would that make you feel? Right? It's like, uh, it's like kids, right? Like we go to Disneyland or where we go to, uh, we, we go to Assembly Park with them and then you tell them, you cannot play, you cannot do, uh, do the roller coaster, you cannot do the teacup ride, you, you, you can only do this, this, and this. That's, that's unreal, right? Like that, so like, that's actually restricting the dog from being a dog, right? And then in the beginning, I was just watching Hank, you know, like uh, hanging out with other dogs and, um, and I see more and more how, how dog owners are, are restricting dogs' freedom. And that's kind of like my my mindset now in, in terms of, you know, treating Hank is, are you free, right? Uh, are you really, uh, do you really trust me? Do, do you really feel like, you know, I have this connection with you? And it's funny. Um, so because of the mud situation, I found a new dog park. It's like 10 minutes away. So it's bigger, it's larger. It has clean water flowing through it. It's like great. So I took him there. And they're just a Korean old guy. Um, <laughs> it was funny. Uh, he reminds me of my grandpa, to be honest. Um, uh, the hands are always in the back. And uh, he has a new dog, I think. I think it was probably newer because I, I see kind of myself in him, um, but not to that, not to an extent, right? So let me explain what does this Korean old guy do. So. Every single time that, cause I go to the dog park early because I wake up early. So that's the first, first agenda on my day off. Anyway, so I will go there first and then you will see this uh, Korean guy pulled up and then he will have his, it's like a larger dog. I think it's like a mix between like an African hound dog or something. It has like long, beautiful hair. And he will just run, right? Like whenever he sees a new person, he will just run towards you, be, be like all happy. Hank was like, was like that too, right? Now he's actually getting a bit better about not jumping on people and whatnot. So we're, we're working on that. So whenever like it happened to me, like whenever that he come in, he said, oh yeah, person. And then he just run towards me. And then you will hear this like large yelling noise. Hey! Like that from like fur, like fur away, right? And then the dog were not even listening to him at all. Like the, like the meaning is to like pull my dog back. Hey, come back, come back, right? He said, hey! And then the dog will, will like still run towards me and then dis disregarding that, right? And then I I feel bad and I kind of see see myself with, with like that type of dog owner mentality when I was first getting a dog, when I was, when I first got a hang, like, you know, in early, in late spring, early summer. So yeah, um, I feel like most people, they, like I, I stand by this uh, this kind of uh, idea of most people they want to love their dog, but they don't understand their dogs and 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 I feel like after reading bark bark 
uh, Mark Beckoff's work, I feel like I know dogs more. Like, I'm not saying that I'm a dog dog whisperer now, but I'm I'm always having this mindset in my mind is that is is, is my dog hang in a natural environment? Like does he feel like a dog right now? Like, what can I do to make the environment better for him to live with? Because we are making an adjustment with dogs in our home and actually they're actually making an adjustment with us in the home. And sometimes I think about this, right? I, I apologize, this is like a longer podcast. Sometimes I think about this, like, would feral dogs be happier than, you know, uh, home dogs? Um, because there are actually been studies done on the feral dogs, right? And then are they happier? Now, the more I see how dog owners behave, the more I see I used to, how I used to behave, I think they might be happier. I gotta be honest. Um, we put so much restraint on dogs in the sense that like, like Hank was like that. Like I was that, you know, like a Korean old guy, but I was like maybe a friendly version, softer version of that guy. But Hank was like that, right? Like he would run to people, he would jump on people and then he would just, just go crazy and ignore my commands. And so is like is that really dog's fault, is or is that really my fault for not understanding him, right? And I think this is something that we can really think about. And then um, I have another book on the deck right now <laughs> uh, by Mark Beckoff. I'm probably gonna read every single thing that he wrote. Um, so yeah, um, I just think that this is like a maybe like a dog behavior discussion, and. Uh, yeah, I just think that everybody should be mindful of your dogs are captive and really pay attention to what your dogs actually need to be a dog, right? Uh, sniffing, marking, uh, barking, right? All of those things. So anyway, that's just my thought on this situation. Um, that's it. All right, guys. Bye.